Guess what time it is? It's Spritz O'Clock. Welcome back to the Spritz O'Clock podcast. My name's Amanda. And I'm Reeves. And each week, me and my bestie Reeves sip an Aperol Spritz while we talk about all things girl talk, navigating your 20s, and give our best advice. I'm so excited to be recording another episode today. It's been a minute since we recorded. It's really been a minute. Like, I went out of town. I was in Colorado, and then I was in New York, and da 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 and now I'm back, and I'm here, and I'm so happy because I missed you. This has been, like, the thing I've been looking forward to all week, just sitting down and recording. That's so sweet. I didn't know you liked me that much. I do. <laughs> Anyways, today we're doing a Q&A episode, which is a highly requested episode. I pulled you guys on Instagram, and y'all submitted lots of questions for Reeves and me. We're doing, like, some personal questions, questions about high school, college advice, post-grad, friendships, relationships, fashion, all the stuff that we normally talk about. So it's going to be some really good stuff. I'm excited to answer. And too. I feel like it'll really give you guys a good little look into how we actually are. Also, like, some of the stuff that was asked, I would just never think to address on our own. So I feel like it's just going to bring up some funny stories. (laughs) I think so, too. (laughs) But the real reason we're also doing this is because we've gotten asked in the past a few times about adding a, like, Q&A segment or advice segment to each episode. kind of like how we do ins and outs of the week. So if this goes well, maybe we'll do that. We'll We'll see where the wind takes us. And yeah. So should we just jump into the ins and outs of the week? Yeah, let's let's do an in. Reeves, do you want to give us an in? Sure. So my in is my new obsession. It is Love Island, but the UK version. And I have literally fallen into such a deep, dark hole of this show. I'm on season eight. I cannot stop watching it. I'm the type of person who's literally eyes closed asleep at 8.30 or 9.30. And I have been staying up till 12.30 or 1 watching Love Island. And this is... This is like a little crazy for me. It's, I just am obsessed with everyone on it. But don't they have a new episode every day of the week? Yes. So like what could motivate you more than to get ahead and just try to catch up? See, that doesn't motivate me. That intimidates me and makes me never want to start it. No offense. It is so addictive. Just be prepared to carve out a lot of time because it's like definitely a commitment, but I love it. I don't know if I can commit to that, but I'm happy for you. Do you have an out? Always. I always have an out. So I was reflecting on my time in New York with Grace. And you guys, I have a new pet peeve. What? It's not even new. It just like, I just realized that I had this pet peeve, you know, when you come to the realization that something actually really annoys you. Yeah. Okay. Truffle on everything. (laughs) I love truffle. I love truffle too. A few years ago, three years ago, four years ago, I appreciated a truffle like nothing else. If I saw truffle fries on a menu, I genuinely got so excited. Well, it was kind of hard to find for a long time. Exactly. It was rare. It it seemed exclusive. It seemed, Mm -hmm. you know, curated and intentional when it was on a menu. And it it was like, if you saw it, you had to order it because you had the opportunity to eat truffle. That's so true. Now, it's truffle everything. It's truffle, it's truffle pasta, it's truffle pizza, it's truffle fries. It's a shaving of truffle on top of your salad. It's mm-hmm. truffle dip. I don't want to see, taste, hear a truffle ever again. So you're I, burned out. I'm so burned out. Like, okay, we went to Bergdorf's. We wanted to get this like mac and cheese thing, truffle. We went to the plaza, truffle fries. I don't want truffle fries. Sometimes I just want a French fry. And I feel like truffle will really stick with your breath. 
Oh, no, it does. And it's just so overwhelming. It's such a distinct taste. You mm-hmm. can't have it that often. Yeah. And New York, it's raining truffles in New York. It's just, it's disgusting. <laughs> it really is. I don't know what's going on. It's raining truffles. Anyways, I just don't know what the purpose is. It's just like we've overdone it. We're tired. If you're a restaurant, retire truffle items. <laughs> And then bring them back when they're in when they're in demand. Like y'all know how supply and demand works. Yeah. If the supply is too high, then the demand goes down. Just That's take them away. Macroeconomics one oh one. Okay, so Amanda thinks truffles are just out. Yeah. Anyways, do you have an out? Yes. So I am so tired of procrastinating buying birthday presents for people. I literally will wait until like an hour before the dinner and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna go pick this up right before or I'm gonna order this and then I just always forget and it makes you feel like a piece of shit not getting a birthday present on time you need to start being more on top of it that's such a good one like birthday presents are the most stressful thing to buy because I don't know about you but I'm always thinking of birthday presents when it's not someone's birthday yes and then whenever it's their birthday you're trying to think of like a really sweet thoughtful gift that they'll love and it's like I guess I'm just getting them a bottle of wine I can't think of what I thought of three months ago literally so I think it's like next time I think of somebody's birthday present even if it's not their birthday you know if I think of your birthday present in May and your birthday's in February I'm just buying your freaking birthday present in May because and then I'm gonna keep it in my closet and whip it out and be so grateful that I was proactive when the inspiration occurred to me and then it'll be like girl math so when February does come around it basically was free because you bought it in May you know what I mean true yeah oh my god girl math girl math okay well that's a really good one okay positive Polly what's your in <laughs> Polly's in today is actually a really good one okay so we're on the travel topic still you guys this is the best thing ever I'm sure everyone else and their mom already does this but when you get a base suitcase you know the b-e-i-s base Shay Mitchell's brand mm-hmm. it comes with a dirty laundry bag I love it lifesaver I know I had never used it until my trip to Aspen and New York, and I loved having a dirty laundry bag. I could put all of my dirty clothes in one place. They weren't commingling. They were not marinating with my clean clothes in my suitcase or in any of my drawers because, you know, like hotel rooms, condos, whatever, Airbnbs, they never come with a dirty clothes hamper. No. It's so annoying. I feel like that's just a good way for you to leave all of your dirty clothes. Yeah, I guess, but if I owned a hotel, I would give everybody a hamper. I would just, like, give them the bags. Or the bags. I don't know. Whatever. But I just love it. So my tip to all of you guys, major in, is travel with a dirty clothes bag. Just like a drawstring plastic bag. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be anything special. But if you're interested in the base one, I'll link it down below that's in the my, suitcase. That's literally my favorite suitcase. It's the best suitcase. I have the Away suitcase. I bought them both at the same time because I had some drama mm-hmm. where I had to like buy all these suitcases. It was like so crazy. Anyways, long story. Oh, <laughs> She just threw her sweater in the trash can. Trash. Oh, my God. This is why I wish we filmed this podcast because if people saw me just do that, I took off my cardigan and I threw it behind me thinking it was going to land on the floor behind me and it went straight into the trash can behind me. (laughs) Anyways. Trash. Um, That's the trash can saying, like, you know, like attracts like. Your sweater's trash and so am I. It's cute. Anyways. Oh. Oh my god that was like a manly burr <laughs> should we get into the q a we need to get into this week's topic yeah i'm excited about this i'm like 
I'm excited. My beige flag is that like I am such an open book to the point that like I wouldn't feel uncomfortable probably telling you my social security number. Me either. I will tell you anything you ask. My thing is I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing because I think it's almost deterring people because they're like, why does she want to share that much information with us? Okay, let's get into it. So we organized all these questions into different categories because there was a general theme when you guys were asking questions. So the categories are personal questions. That's like questions about me and Reeves, like whatever. High school, college, post-grad, fashion and beauty, and then friendship and relationships. So those are all our different categories. We're going to go in order and try to knock out as many of these as possible. And yeah, I'm super excited. I can't believe people even asked us questions. Thanks for engaging with us. Um, Thank God. I'm always so nervous when I put up a little question box on my story. I'm like, oh, I don't know if anyone like... Wait, we'll respond. No, I know. That's why I'm like very grateful. I'm like, oh my gosh, people actually want to do this. I'm so freaking excited. I loved this question and I thought it was so sweet. So the first question is, what are your favorite things about each other? How tender is that? That's so wholesome and cute. I know. Do you want to go first or me? You go first. She's like, tell me. Okay. (laughs) My favorite thing about Amanda is that she's literally always down for anything. Like, she acts like she's a huge planner, but she's, like, (laughs) down for anything. She's like, yeah, let's do it. And she is just, like, so witty, and she's really, really, really funny. Like, whenever I first started hanging out with her, like, she cracks me up, and it just – she sends me. But – she has the sweetest heart. Oh, my God. I'm, like, really getting tender over here. She, I feel like she would do anything for the people she loves, which is, like, a great quality. And she's just, like, a little angel. Like, she really is. Is she tearing up over there? I think that's maybe the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> Thank oh, you. I try. But she's just, like, an angel. She's sweet. It's interesting to see how you perceive me because I don't perceive myself as being naturally funny whatsoever, but I was also the sibling growing up that was, like, always told they weren't funny. <laughs> no, I think you're so, really funny. So, anyways, that was so nice. Thank okay, you. Okay, so, like, just go ahead and tell me now what your favorite things are. <laughs> okay, well, mine's actually kind of similar to yours. Okay. Um, my favorite thing about Reeves, there's a lot, so I'm going to go through my little list, but one of the first things I noticed about her when I met her was that I felt like she could genuinely make me laugh and I don't have a lot of friends that when I'm hanging out with one-on-one we're actually cracking up so that's like (laughs) such a rare thing to find like for me Reeves is the friend like when you're growing up and you're in school and the teacher says something and the class is dead silent and you look at each other and you just like (laughs) your stomach is hurting because you want to laugh out a laugh you want to let out a laugh so hard like that is Reeves for me wait I'm I'm like I you make me giggle so much and I'm not an easy laugh like genuinely I'm not like I mean easy fake laugh because I'll feel uncomfortable but you you genuinely make me cackle and I love that about you we literally like die like when we're editing like it we should just not be laughing that hard no it's die it feels so good to laugh that hard because I I don't think I do it enough but anyways that's one of them and then also I love that I feel like Reeves has everyone's best interest at heart like there's so many friends where you can't really decipher if they have like a jealousy thing going on if they're letting insecurities get in the way of them like you know sabotaging things (laughs) that sounds really violent there's like a lot of girls out there like that yeah it's so hard sometimes i feel like to find a really like genuine pure soul and reeves honestly god stop like wants the best for her friends like when something happens to one of your friends i love that you celebrate 
more than them almost like you're like so happy for them it's like you feel the happiness they have in your own body and I love that sweet I love that about you thanks that's like really sweet thank you I love that um Amanda what's your go-to bar drink and not like a cocktail like you're going to stands in Dallas like they're not having Aperol spirits is not on the menu in fact there's no menu so what are you ordering I'm probably getting a tequila soda with lime and then breaking out a true lime packet from my purse and adding one to the tequila soda. Well, let me tell you, actually, if they'll do this, this is what I'll do. Casamigos Blanco or Lalo Blanco tequila. I prefer Lalo, but usually a lot of places only have Casamigos. Uh, Soda, lime, bars don't like to give you lime juice they like to just give you a lime wedge which is so freaking annoying salt on the rim if they have tahini i'll do tahini on the rim and then if they give me the lime wedge instead of the lime juice i always have a true lime packet in my purse so that i can make it limeier and i can get past the tequila water situation we um were drinking diet coke earlier and she literally has a card holder for the true lime packets so they don't get lost in her uh, makeup bag in her purse well, they were all flying around at the bottom of my huge tote bag. And I was like, okay, these things got to get organized. So I got a little card holder and organized them in my card holder. Okay. Um, my go-to bar drink. Okay, actually, I'm boring. But I liked this question because I always struggle. Um, a cold Michelob Ultra and a bottle. And if they don't have a bottle, I'm really on one while I'm out. Um, unfortunately, it would be a Red Bull vodka, I guess. Yeah. Um, and if I'm, like, fine, I'll be, like, sugar-free. But beggars can't be choosers at that point. So that's mine. That's a good one. Bottled beer only. Like, seriously. I hate a can. Oh, yeah. Our next question is, what are y'all's day jobs? Tips for balancing work and podcast. Okay, so my day job. Uh, well, okay. So my situation, of course, it has to be complicated because <laughs> everything about me is. Um, so I have a part-time job, and then I also make money on TikTok part-time and then together they make a full-time job pretty much is my situation the majority of my income still comes from tiktok but i love having a day job but i i love being able to interact with other people and still having something to hold me accountable and like yeah you know just feeling connected in person to other people so i like my day job i work for a personal stylist here in dallas as a part-time assistant for her she does have a full-time assistant so i just help them out in a part-time role and I love it we organize people's closets we shop for them we style them for trips and all different types of things and I'm a fashion nerd so it's so up my alley that sounds like really fun it's a blast and a half I would love that um well I work full-time for an, an educational software company and doesn't that like make me sound pretty smart no, it does. Tech girl. Like Girls in tech. tech. Girl. STEM. Um, oh my God, women in STEM. I'm going to start being like, yeah, I work in tech. Um, but it's like <laughs> an online school basically. So I, and it's like a smaller company. So I wear a lot of hats. I don't even know what to tell you that I do. Marketing, um, administrative work, a lot of random stuff. So she takes a lot of people's diplomas to the post office, <laughs> high school diplomas, and mails them to them. And computers. And she mails them a lot of computers. We work with, like, a lot of inmates and a lot of kids that need education very badly that I always took for granted. So it's very fulfilling, and I really do love it. It's fun and, like I said, fulfilling. So That was (laughs) funny-ish. Okay, moving on to the next question. Oh, tips for balancing work in the podcast. We didn't really answer that. Oh, yeah. uh, we don't. We just work all the time. That's literally the answer. I hate to. It's true. 
like we it's Friday night and we're doing this to give you a frame of reference. <laughs> this is what we do on Friday Eve. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we work it in and we make it work. And we also will edit until like 10 o'clock at night some nights. So um, it's a balance for sure. What's your most embarrassing moment? Oh, my God. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what yours is. My most embarrassing moment? Okay, the thing that comes to the top of mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so remember when Instagram Live was like a thing? <laughs> yeah. So before I was posting my life on social media, like I literally had a private Instagram. It might have been public. I'm not really sure, but I had like a thousand followers or something like nothing substantial. And I was in Cayo. I was living in the sorority house. Me and my friends were all in one of my friends' bedrooms and we're like sitting on the bed and it used to be just like a funny joke to like go on Instagram live and like see which of your friends that follow you on Instagram would like pop on the live <laughs> and you just kind of like fuck around and whatever. Um, so my friend went on Instagram live and I don't know why this happened, but I just tooted <laughs> so loud out of nowhere. On like I, I farted on Instagram Live. And I was 19 years old. I'll literally never forget it. I'm scarred forever. And there were like a good amount. There were like five cute boys on the live. And I'm like single, Amanda. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we're just like in our sorority house. Oh, You're look like at me. So I'm silly. so cute. And then you hear. <laughs> out of my butt. That's what came out. And She had to go. And then my friend goes, oh, my God, did you just two on Instagram live <laughs> on the live? And there's like 20, probably like 20 people total, like on this live, like social suicide. Like no, it's it was over. like social suicide. Like to this day, I don't really know who's talked about it, who hasn't. But there's probably a lot of people out there that when someone says, do you know me and it, they say, oh, yeah, the girl that tooted on Instagram live. <laughs> I love that you said tooted. <laughs> it's like ladylike. Well, I used to get in trouble for saying fart growing up. So. <laughs> I don't so like I had that to say word. toot. I don't like that word. Um, okay, well, I have, like, a good one. Okay. Um, so whenever I, like, first moved to Dallas, um, like, I would follow a bunch of influencers, whatever. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I know the story. <laughs> so we were out at this bar. And actually, I made it. It was the whip. The whippersnapper. Oh, really? And I was walking out. Actually, I was, like, waiting on my Uber. So I was, like, of course I found a chair. And because, like, you know, you guys know I've talked about my terrible feet problems. Anyways, um, so I'm sitting on a chair waiting. <laughs> and I, like, see this girl, like, walking out. And she would, like, talk about going there. And so... It's an influencer. It's an influencer. She's literally, like, walking out the door. And I didn't see her face is the scariest part. I see the back of her. Like, I've never met this girl. And I go... <laughs> and... She, like, turns around and is, like, who is screaming my name? And I'm, like, oh, my God, hi. Like, I follow you. Like, like, wasted, being so obnoxious and scary to her. And her face was, like, what is this freaky girl doing? And I'm, like, I follow you. Like, tell me about Is she a catfish? Like, what is going on? Like, what is Like, is she psycho? Like, what? And it was horrible her face like these are like her boss that I'm asking her about and her friend and literally was so scary to her and then I was like can we take a picture and I like proceeded to take a photo with her and it looked like 
she looked like pissed there was like nothing behind her eyes and then I looked like we had been friends for 40 years like arm around her so happy (laughs) and then oh wait sorry the next week she she brought it up on her socials the next week but I was like did you I was like asking her about something that she did and she was like yeah like this girl came up to me and was asking me if I was the girl from you know that on her socials and thank god she left out the part that I was beyond psycho but um anyways I'm scared to ever see her again Mm, she definitely remembered you no it's definitely traumatizing so (laughs) that was like what comes to mind I will be honest though just so nobody gets the idea of like you shouldn't say hi to people you should definitely like say hi to people like if anyone ever sees me I love when they say hi oh my god I love when people say hi. Oh my god, Reeves, say some. A girl said hi to you, right? This is like actually embarrassing. Long story short, I was recognized. Yes, it happened. <laughs> and I was in the elevator, and this girl was like, Wait, are you Reeves from Spritz Clock? I go, Oh my god. <laughs> like, my brother was in the elevator with me. I go, Did you hear that? She recognized me. And then he was like, Yeah, you're psycho. And I was like, Ah, no, that's cute. That's so exciting. No, I, I love so when people say hi. It's just that, like, maybe don't be like, mm-hmm asking things that you know obviously like you can't like oh my god do you actually hate that other influencer or something it's like a little bit scary definitely like don't do what I did in fact do the opposite actually just be normal (laughs) sorry Reeves we all have those moments I've done it too like so scary okay moving on um the next question is how do you enjoy spending time alone uh, this is easy for me. I love to go in my closet and try on outfits and makeup outfits to wear. That's and that's like, like my favorite thing to do alone. That's like out of a movie. No, genuinely, like I love to trash my room with all of my clothes on my floor. Like I like it while I'm doing it. I hate picking it up. But I like to mix and match different outfits and come up with new ideas. And then I'll like snap a pic and plan my outfits. That's like literally my favorite thing to do. And I'll like blast music or a podcast while I do it. Wait, that's fun. Okay, I love that. My favorite thing to do is make my apartment, like, really cold, like, 66, and Amanda, like, freezes when she walks in, but um, I like to make it really cold, wrap up in a blanket on my couch, play Harry Potter instrumental music on my TV, Uh okay, and read a book and have my dog on my lap, and usually I'll have, like, a face mask on and pajamas. That's, like, my favorite thing to do. What do you do while you listen to Harry Potter instrumental? Oh, I read. Oh, you read? You can read and listen to music? Yeah. It's like, it, there are no words. It's like instrumental, like ASMR type. Just type in Harry Potter music on. Mm. Just like trust me on this. So you also studied and listened to music in college, didn't you? Yeah, and I like now do it when I work. Oh my god, that. Mm-mm. At coffee shops. But it ha- it can't have words. My ADD could never, but I love that for you. Oh, we we have our next our next category: yeah. high school questions. Oh my god, I feel like we're old. Yeah, high school was a hundred years ago. To give <clears throat> you guys context, we both graduated in high school in 2017, so <laughs> a little long dated. time ago, a little dated. But uh, we'll do our best. Kick it off. Okay, the question is: What's your best advice for senior year of high school? How did you decide which college to go to, and how many colleges did you apply to? Uh, my best advice for senior year of high school. Uh, okay, my best advice for high school in general. I don't know specifically about senior year. Uh, is 
get good grades yeah sorry I I hate to be like the evil lady that's saying that I wish I could tell you it didn't matter but it literally does I did not try in high school at all I had like extremely I would say by the end okay I'll just tell you guys I graduated with a 3.5 at the end of high school and it was a 4.0 scale I went to a very challenging high school, so I'll pat myself on the back for that. But the reason my GPA was so low is because my first two years of high school, I didn't really realize the whole like college admissions process was very important. Yeah. And um, I, I ended up having an amazing college experience, and I'm so grateful for that. But I think I could have applied myself a lot more and given myself a lot more options had I done more sports, had better grades, been in clubs, took yeah. an honors class or whatever they're called, AP now, I don't even know, like extracurriculars, just like apply yourself would be my best advice. No, I agree with that. Okay, my advice, um, not to like bring it back to sororities, but if you're planning on rushing or mm-hmm. like literally even if you're not rushing, try to have a good reputation. Like don't yeah. trash your reputation in high school and like trying to be cute and like you think it's funny or whatever. I just like I think about people's high school reputation still, not to make that like a scary thing yeah but I think it's just the whole first impressions thing like leave an impact and I mean like there's a lot about high school that you think matters right now while you're in it that won't later but I will say like grades is another one of those things if you're planning Mm -hmm. on rushing in college you will get at at certain schools at least at OU grade cuts were like a huge thing it's like the first thing you cut for like the first thing like if a girl has a super low GPA they'll be like we just can't afford to have her in our house and like drag down the GPA Mm -hmm. because the, the whole house has, like, an average GPA, so they don't want to take anybody that has, like, super, super low grades, usually. Yeah. Sometimes, yes, but, you know, it depends. So that's our advice. Um, how many colleges did I apply to? I applied to two colleges. I applied to TCU and OU. I was going to go to TCU, last minute decided to go to OU, had an amazing experience there. Um, I was not, like, very excited about going to college, honestly. That's, like, the craziest thing ever. I'm a huge homebody. I love my parents. I did not want to go far away. And, yeah. And so those were the only two schools I applied to. I applied to Alabama, um, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, TCU, actually. I know. That's so crazy. And LSU. I ended up going to OU because I visited and then, like, liked it more than TCU. So then I ended up going to OU. But, yeah. Anyways, oh, Amanda, this question's for you because I don't know. Okay, next question is what is the difference between the private schools in Dallas, for example, Ursuline versus Hockaday? So private schools in Dallas is like an interesting thing. I mean, it's a reasonably big city. There's a lot of great private schools. I would say in Dallas proper, it's very common to go to private schools because the Dallas school district DISD is not like amazing like it's fine but there's just a lot of people that choose to go to private schools or like the magnet schools or whatever um Ursuline versus Hockaday the number one difference would be that Ursuline is religious Hockaday is not um Ursuline is also only a high school and then Hockaday is K through 8 and they are not K through 8 K through 12 and they used to have a boarding school I actually just heard the other day that they're getting rid of their boarding like capacities which is like crazy I didn't know that they used to be like a lot of like a lot of girls there were boarding students but um yeah Dallas has a ton of private schools there I would say if there's a school that you want to get in like if you want to go to Hockaday I would try to go there as early as possible because applying in high school it only gets harder as you get older you have to take like a standardized test you have to interview to go to all these schools it's usually a pretty competitive process especially if 
um you're coming from like a non like feeder school or whatever if you're coming from like a public school instead of like a k through eight private school it's just a whole thing but um I think that's so interesting that you literally have to audition for (laughs) for high school. For high school. It's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, if you have any specific questions about that, I feel like it's a really niche question. You can just DM me and we can talk about it. But yeah. I think we're moving on to college now. Next category. And we have like a whole episode on kind of our college experiences. So if you're, you know, interested in what we talk about definitely go listen to that episode yeah it's one of our earlier ones we'll link it in the description box but it's our like biggest regrets from college our best advice recapping our college experiences so if we don't answer your question here then make sure to go listen to that episode we probably will um so the first question is what is your best advice for senior year of college and how would you deal with your friends being exclusive okay my best advice for senior year of college this is so generic but honestly just soak it up Uh, like travel if you can go on your spring break trip make the most of your college experience because your life changes so much after post-grad and I don't know I would just say be present don't go home Mm -hmm. every single weekend like obviously but also college is a really individual experience and I would say just above anything else I say this in the episode we recorded as well but just be true to yourself and oh also don't worry too much about getting a job while you're still in school yeah, like move home afterwards if you're able to apply to jobs over the summer really be present in your senior year because you have so much time to find a great job and you don't want to settle mm-hmm. yeah no I I agree with everything she said um definitely I wish I traveled more in college just because now we have to pick and choose our PTO and when we're yeah. going to use it. So I wish I traveled more and um, really just everything Amanda said, just soak up time with your friends because it's so hard to all get together after college. And I just miss hanging out with everyone all the time. For the friends being exclusive, I mean, this is just kind of like friendship advice in general. We'll get more into it in the friendship section. But I mean, I would just kind of like ask yourself and be like, are these people really my friends? Do I genuinely care about having a relationship with them? And if you do, then whoever you feel like closest to in the group, I would try to talk to them one-on-one about it and hear them out, like see what they have to say. Like obviously there's a chance that they're just like mean girls and suck. But if you really feel like these people are worth having a friendship with, there might just be something that you guys need to like address or talk about to like have things go back to normal. Excluding people is a sucky thing and I'm sorry that it's happening to you that's like the worst feeling it really is the worst feeling um well I guess I agree with Amanda again (laughs) she kind of nailed it on the head there um I would definitely if it was me I would find someone and talk to them about it and just kind of reflect do I want to be around these people yeah is this who I want to be surrounded with and then make an effort and you know kind of swim around and see if you meet any new friends you like better I feel like it's like nine times out of ten whenever I have a relationship or a friendship that's in jeopardy and I'm like oh I'm so stressed about this friendship like I'm being excluded or we're fighting or whatever once I take a second to like reflect about it as you said I realize I don't think I really even feel that good around this person like this person does not make me feel good about myself or make me feel secure in this relationship and I don't really care to put in a ton of effort to being closer with them yeah and like getting an unbiased opinion it kind of puts things into perspective because like if you ask your mom she's gonna be like 
yeah reeves like you're so right yeah exactly (laughs) i mean like my mom does call me out on stuff but they're gonna ultimately be you know on your side but um yeah like ask a friend from high school or something like explain like if, if you're having problems with college friends like I would always go to my friends from high school and be like, here's the situation. None of you guys are directly involved. What do you think? And who do you think's in the wrong? You know, just Mm -hmm. get an unbiased opinion, as we've said. What is your dating advice for people in college but transitioning into post-grad? What were some challenges and do you have any tips? Hmm. Wow, this was so hard. So I started dating my boyfriend my junior year of college. Some are going into my junior year of college and we are still together now. We're both 24 years old. We've been dating for like almost four and a half years. It's crazy. Anyways, the roughest year of our relationship was definitely the year right after we graduated college. Mm -hmm. It was just such an adjustment for both of us, like professionally, personally, just in our lives outside of our relationship. There was so much changing and I feel like sometimes it's hard to manage that stress while also being a really good girlfriend or really good boyfriend or whatever so my number one advice something that max and i do at the beginning of every week we still do this we we live in the same city so we're super fortunate to not be long distance but we decide what days we're hanging out that week and then we send a calendar invite i'm not even kidding she loves a calendar invite we have a calendar invite for like every dinner reservation even if we're just doing a movie night at home we agree in advance like what days we're sleeping over so that we can plan our work schedules like okay i know i need to work this late this night because we're not sleeping over that night or i just know i can do things with friends this night because me and max aren't hanging out and then we really like honor our first commitment with that so i love that if i know me and max are like having date night on wednesday if somebody asked me to go like to a wine night with my friends i'm gonna tell them no and be like i am reserving that night for my relationship can we do like a different day or whatever Mm -hmm. and you can do as many days a week that obviously like works for you and your schedule when max and i first got our jobs after graduation I mean we would literally sleep over like one night a week and then maybe a night on the weekends you have to be okay with like that sacrifice and that time adjustment and just having less free time honestly yeah if they're worth it it's hard um okay well my dating advice for people in college I told my younger sister this I was like don't go into freshman year of college with a boyfriend like that's my advice for college dating oh yeah I did that and I I I can only speak from my own experience I would go into college single focus on your friendships Mm -hmm. focus on yourself it's another one of those time periods where there's a lot of change it's like critical for you to like kind of be by yourself at that time and like have no strings attached people I mean one day I'll try to tell more stories about like the certain relationship I was in but seriously ugh do it single if yeah. you can because I just have a lot of regrets about that but that's also just my experience obviously there's people that date there are exceptions there's exceptions sure. but I would say the rule is be single and mm-hmm. you're probably going to be the rule not the exception to the rule yeah. so I would love that yeah. um transitioning into post-grad like Amanda said just planning in advance and just like be intentional about when you spend time with that person because I was with my boyfriend like all the time I feel like and um he also is like the grade below us so he was like going back to school but um we were together so much and I feel like it was it was hard being together that much so like we kind of had like different experiences with it but um just like I realized I needed to value my time with him more so being intentional with that and like planning stuff yeah was important and that's my advice yeah 
I'm trying to think of this Taylor Swift lyric from Mastermind, the song. It's like from the words of Taylor Swift. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Strategy sets the scene for the tale. I love that. So strategize you guys figure out how you're going to spend time together plan because if you don't then yeah things are probably going to blow up in smoke and flames and you'll be dumped you'll be be dramatic (laughs) i'm just kidding but learn from my mistakes do as i say (laughs) not as i did okay well going off of that someone asked if we have any advice for long-term relationships in college and how to prioritize them while being long distance in college hudson and i were long distance for a year just always have something on the book like always have something on the calendar and something to look forward to because otherwise it's depressing honestly it's like when am I going to see you again I can only FaceTime you so many times you know Mm. once again (laughs) if you fail to plan you plan to fail strategy (laughs) sets the scene for the tale that's like perfect for us because we're very type a yeah but like yeah planning is the answer Mm mm-hmm It is. So um, just have something on the calendar is my advice for that. Um, Okay, moving on to the next category, which is post-grad. Yay. Oh, my God. Our favorite time, kind of. Uh, Okay, you're first. (laughs) Oh, okay. Reeves, what is it like moving to a new state post-grad without really knowing anyone? I was about to say not to toot my own horn, but I feel like you have to have confidence in yourself to be able to do that because it really is so hard. And um, I didn't, like, want to necessarily move away from my entire family. But um, it's a liberating feeling, and it definitely just takes a lot. And um, you also have to, like, plan to see your family. I don't know. What was the question? (laughs) What's it like like moving to a new state? Okay. Are you ever sad? I loved it. Yeah, I'm homesick, but I call my family like literally 24-7. They're so tired of hearing from me, I'm sure. But so I try to stay in the loop a lot. But it kind of does suck when you're like, oh my God, this is going to sound so depressing. But like, oh my God, I didn't know my Aunt Pam was sick. Like, how did I miss that? It's like stuff like that. But um, you just have to make an effort to stay in contact with your family and go home and still see them and stuff. But I love living in Dallas and I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I just feel like I needed to move to a big city, if you will. I also feel like a lot of your experience is based on the fact that, I mean, no offense, I'm sure Alabama is a great place. I've (laughs) been to it a few times. Uh, But there wasn't really a whole lot going on for you at home, like Mm -hmm. career-wise and whatever. Exactly. There was just way more opportunity here, which is why so many people move for that reason. Yeah, so... I've loved it. Have a great experience. I my biggest advice is you can always go back home, but you know when you have kids and you have like so many like your job or whatever, you can't always just pick up and move and this is the time in your life where you can do that. So if you're wanting to do that, I recommend it. This next one is for you. Amanda, please give advice on moving home post grad even if it's just for a short amount of time. So I live at home with my parents right now. It's temporary. I moved home in June. I move out in October. Um, It's been really great. I love my parents. As I said before, I'm a homebody. I'm really close with my family and I like it that way. I mean, before I lived five minutes away from my parents, like a five minute drive. So it's not a huge difference, but it is though. 
Yeah. You're not I, under their roof. Yeah. And, like, my parents are super respectful of me and, like, my time and my freedom. And they travel a ton. So that has been a huge luxury in the experience of living at home. I will say, though, one thing I wish someone had told me while I was in college especially is, like, there is no rush to move out of your parents' house mm-hmm. if you live in the same city as them. Like, obviously, if you have a job starting in Canada, like, you probably need to up and move to Canada or whatever. But in but my case... that was, case, like, my situation. Yeah. Like, in my case, I... I wish I kind of had stayed at home a little bit more in the beginning and saved some money before I started paying apartment rent and really thought about like what living situation I wanted. And now when I move out this time around, I just want to be more intentional with like where I'm moving. I just want to, you know, make sure it's actually a better scenario than what my situation at home is. Not that my last place wasn't, but I also just think I'm very lucky and fortunate to have a great relationship with my parents and a great home life. And I recognize that. And I, I just need to make sure, you know, am I moving out because I feel the pressures of society telling me I'm 24 years old and it's inappropriate to live with my parents? Or am I moving out because I feel like it's actually what I want to do and it's a better opportunity And I need to do that for myself, you know. So it's just kind of like realizing those things. I love that. Such a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I would say like living at home, I mean, sleep at your boyfriend's if you have one. Take a break. Travel. You know, save money if you can. Like, hello, you have no – I should take my own advice. But like you have no rent. So, um, you know, think about those things That was like the first thing I said to you when you were moving with your parents. I go, think of all the rent money you're going to save – so jealous no I have to buy furniture for my new place so she goes actually no I'm buying furniture (laughs) (laughs) okay um what are y'all's best tips for making friends post-grad please give Dallas specific examples I like this um well obviously you guys know the story of how we met Instagram Dan that girl that you follow and is on your for you page if you don't know how we met go listen to our very first podcast episode ever we tell the whole story we also have a whole episode on postgrad and a whole episode on dallas so listen to both of those episodes they we talk a lot about like friendship i mean we have we have so many episodes on like friendship dallas postgrad life like also our first episode we talk a ton about this anyways whatever listen to those if you need more context but uh Stop being afraid and stop worrying about being cringy and just put yourself out there. Sorry, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah. That's my advice. Like, go to everything that you're invited to because you never know who you're going to meet there. And just don't be afraid of big groups. Okay, so step one is if you've moved to Dallas, think in your head, do I know anybody here from my past that currently lives here? I see on social media that they live here that I could reconnect with. Like maybe it's somebody that you were kind of friends with in high school, but y'all went to different colleges and now you both live in Dallas. Mm -hmm. DM that girl. Just get drinks with her one time. Even if it's like a situation of the drinks with her wasn't that fun and you realize that you aren't going to be friends going forward, at least you went and you tried. Yeah. Next up would be like mutual friends. So ask your friends from high school, your friends from college, your friends from, you know, an old job, whatever it is, your family, and be like, hey, do you guys have any close family or friends that lives in Dallas? And if so, have them set you up. And I have literally, I did this with my sister the other day. My sister just moved to Denver and my friend who works in Denver texted me and was like hey we just got the cutest new analyst at our office she reminds me so much of your sister will you send me your sister's phone number I would love to like set them up so that they can be friends that's cute I just set my friend up with another girl that I know that lives in DC so like 
do that for your friends yeah like set set your friends up with other people and do not be afraid to like ask you guys get the point work your connections don't be embarrassed to do it I agree and like workout classes workout classes are a good one I was just making friends with this girl in core power the other day who's like telling me about her bachelorette don't know if I'll ever (laughs) see her again but it was a great convo but I could like go somewhere and like if you're in an apartment like a high-rise or whatever um talk to the people there oh my god Reeves is literally the perfect person for this like Reeves is friends with everyone in her apartment building I've met like so many friends that live in my building and we like hang out and go get drinks so just saying she made friends with the guy that works at the front desk works the front desk of their apartment building and they go to drinks I know he's listening to this right now I love you Isaiah (laughs) we love you (laughs) we know you're listening but like that's the perfect example you have to Pretend like you're in a movie. What would the freaking main character, like, cool-ass girl do? She would make friends with the person working at the front desk and be like, hey, let's go get turn. We do. She probably wouldn't use the word turn, but. We go get spritzes. We love mm. it. Um, okay, well, moving on into the fashion and beauty section, which I'm excited about. Oh, Amanda, this one's for you. So what are the pros and cons of the aura ring? Currently debating on whether it's worth the investment or not. I love my aura ring. Um, wow. Okay, I could talk about this forever. If you don't know what the aura ring is, I will link it down below. It's basically like a Fitbit on steroids, if you guys remember those. Like, it's like your Apple Watch, how it tells you your steps, but this thing knows everything about your body (laughs) and knows your steps your calorie burn your sleep cycle your body temperature it can track your fertility the real reason I got it was because I wanted to get off the birth control pill and the aura ring syncs with an app called natural cycles which tells you every single day of your cycle if you're fertile if you're not if you're expecting your period if you're ovulating basically I just like did not like being on the pill because I felt like I was putting in a ton of extra hormones to my body that I didn't need and it was making me really moody and so I was like you know what I want to get the aura ring. I want to just like track my cycle naturally. And (laughs) I'm going to be very transparent with y'all. I'm not still doing that. I am now back on a different birth control pill that has made me less moody. But when I was off the pill, my periods were so bad. Mm -hmm. I actually felt sick. I like couldn't go to work. I couldn't do anything. Like I would have chills. Like I just had not had a real period in so many years I got on the birth control pill when I was 15 or 16 years old so I didn't remember what it was like to literally have such a horrible period and I was like you know what I can't do this it's impacting my daily life too much I need to go back on the pill however I still wear my aura ring every single day because I'm obsessed with it telling me my sleep and I'm obsessed with like adding my workouts into it oh my god I just freaking love it you guys it tells you so much about your body if you're thinking about getting one get one I'm pretty sure they have like a really great return policy and stuff too so don't be afraid to spend the money on it oh that's good to know oh and it looks super discreet like I hate how Apple watches look and like any Mm -hmm. Fitbit like type of band I think they're so ugly and the aura ring literally looks like a gold band on your finger I love that it does look chic when it it like blends in it does not no like I wore it to a black tie event if that tells you anything yeah. about it like you know what I'm saying like you can actually sleep in it oh you can take it in the pool the shower the ocean everything it's awesome love that okay um it sounds like it's worth the investment a thousand percent okay I I have the gold color by the way I like the gold um okay the next question is what are some of the most worn items in your closet I'm trying to build a capsule wardrobe with great quality items that I love and can go with anything and everything you go first Okay, obviously I know everyone's answer is probably like a good pair of jeans, but like a pair of jeans that 
sucks you in but not too much but they're flattering but they're cute and comfortable. hot jeans like don't just own a pair of jeans that you hate putting on own a pair of jeans i don't care how much money they are they're fucking jeans you're gonna wear them all the time and mm-hmm. get them tailored so that your yeah. ass looks amazing those are the jeans you need in your coming closet. from a girl with a flat butt do that <laughs> i will make a list of all of my favorite jean styles and i will put them in a thing and i will put them in the description box for you guys and then go get them tailored and i have a different body shape than you so try a few and then go get them tailored and it's worth yeah. the work I would say jeans, a good white top that is like super versatile that you can wear, like make a casual dress it up, just like a really good white top. And for shoes, I would say like a good pair of loafers. Like I love my Gucci loafers, the ones without the backs. I Mm -hmm. like those. And um, like a good neutral sneaker because everyone's in their sneaker era. So I love that what i think what about you a good white sneaker uh the only thing i would add to that i agree with all of that is a good black bag a good white bag a good like brown bag or neutral bag um and then i would also say a good button down everybody needs a good white button down whether you're wearing it to work you're wearing it under a blazer you're wearing it to the beach um the de avenue ones the breezy shirt is fantastic i've been wanting to try that i love them i have two of them i wear them literally nonstop. j crew also has a ton of amazing basics a really random one you guys that's just so freaking random is a good pair of tights yeah i like the sheer text ones the sheer text ones are good the wolford tights are also amazing but like stop buying tights from cvs six times a year like just spend the money just on a buy, nicer pair of yeah, tights buy one nice pair of tights that doesn't uh rip yeah no i agree i think that's a good one okay <laughs> the next question if you could only buy one skin better product what would it be what's yours oof i've dm'd people about this before and i'm scared i'm gonna say like a product that i didn't tell them because there's probably about three yeah that i would honestly say that me like too. are really worth it but uh for me right now it's honestly oh it's so hard because your skin type it depends on your skin type mm-hmm. you go first reeves i'm scared to answer i'm like the same way i have like a few um but i will say the one i've noticed is and i've said this before is the alpha red overnight cream yeah um, it's their retinol, but it's not super intense to where it's going to like your face is going to peel off like a snake. It's just I love it. I think the Alpharet is worth the money. And it's like the same as prescription retinol. Well, that and I feel like if you struggle with finding a balance with tretinoin or retin-A that works for your skin and your face is either constantly peeling or like super oily and there's no in between the Alpharet. Yeah, it's a great option. Just one. I love their moisturizer. But the moisturizer is so good. And I'm like, if you don't have any other product and it's like you get the Alpha Rut and something else, I feel like the trio moisturizer is just so complimentary. Okay, so let's that. just do two. Okay, so Reeves Top is. Top two products. Reeves would be the Alpha Rut and mine's going to be the trio moisturizer because you can use it morning and night. It goes so well under makeup. It goes so well under sunscreen. It does not break me out. I love I, it. I have a drier skin and my boyfriend has oily skin and we both use it and it's fine for either skin type i'm like more on the oily side and i use it and love it yeah so okay those are the answers yeah okay now what are your thoughts on dupes how far is too far and she i remember she was saying she's like a bougie girl on a budget so how far is too far with the dupe 
Hmm. I want you to go first on this. Hmm. We could probably even do like a whole episode on this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I definitely have dupes. Yeah. I have definitely purchased fake things in the past. Like I will never forget. Like I'm never going to lie to you guys about that. No. We um, I like remember when I bought a fake Cartier love bracelet and like stuff like that. But here's my philosophy on dupes. And when I say dupes, I mean like fakes. I'm not saying like if you can't afford the Hermes Iran sandals, it's not bad to go buy the similar, Edelman yeah, the similar looking ones from Steve Madden. You know, that's not I mean, like, look, <sighs> I think the question to answer yourself is like, what do you genuinely care about? And ask yourself, like, why do I feel like I need to have this dupe? Because. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make this too deep, but I think it's just like a really good little like check in with yourself. Like, do you care about owning this item because you genuinely like this item or do you care about owning this item because you want other people to perceive you a certain way? Yeah. Which is like making it like really deep and existential. It's kind of hard because like I feel like whenever I so I have like um, a little Goyard bag and I love her and she's from China and I don't I like didn't buy it because I was like oh I want everyone to think I have a going yard bag I just like genuinely wanted the bag but I didn't want to spend like $3,500 on it or whatever however much it retails for I don't even know um so I feel like it could go both ways I don't I don't know no I think it goes both ways I think it depends like what person what type of person you are what your priorities are like oh my gosh everybody's different I will say I read this book and I use I would never judge for this I know I will I'm here's my thing Charles Gross also if you guys follow him on TikTok he's done a lot of deep diving on like the Birkin dupes the really like high quality fakes you know people that people still spend hundreds of dollars on them and stuff like that for certain Hermes dupes and things like that. I read this book called Deluxe by Dana Thomas. She's one of my favorite authors and I'll link the book down below. It's definitely a fashion nerd book. It's basically a whole analysis on the luxury industry and basically the price like as a society that we pay for dupes and unfortunately like a lot of the people that manufacture and sell dupes are also like directly correlated with like sex trafficking rings and like I've heard that it's a really problematic industry and I think a good question to ask yourself is like do I want to like support that which I know sounds like really savage how I'm saying it because it's not like you're directly <laughs> saying like I support sex trafficking because I have a dupe I'm not saying that me thinking about my go yard no, bag I'm, t- it's like I'm not saying that I'm saying this though I'm just saying like is it worth it to you to like maybe be contributing to that a little bit and like look it's all like I would be lying if I said I've never thrown a gum wrapper out the window but like I'm not saying now I'm directly killing planet earth you know what I'm saying (laughs) yeah but it's just kind of like a thing of like think about it just think about it you know just think about what you're doing think about where you spend your money how you spend your money genuinely why you want certain items because I don't know just as I've grown up and I've matured I've wanted dupes a lot less and like I'm not at a phase in my life now where like I'm personally buying dupes because I would just like rather have one bag that's nice and like not other designer bags they're fake but it's it's just a personal thing like so personally in college I was trying to keep up so much and I was like yeah like let me buy this like Cartier love bracelet on yeah. Amazon like I like I I don't know I was just trying to like fit in per se and like that was in college and I feel like now I've changed so much and um it's just a matter of 
just own what you have like just that, yes who I'm cares like, i don't Literally, care cares? i've never been like oh i want to be friends with this girl because she is a certain chanel bag like that's <laughs> so freaking stupid like, like who cares nobody cares like literally nobody cares i genuinely cares. say ask any of your friends none of them are going to tell you if anything like it's more embarrassing when i'm walking around with a friend and i know their bag is fake and it's like obviously a bad fake and then i'm like oh my god like that's embarrassing <laughs> them walking around with a bag from target is like not embarrassing i like do you know what i'm saying i get so excited when someone compliments me i'm like thanks it's from old navy remember that yeah cardigan? i was like flexing my no, old know. navy cardigan i just think i think it's more so embarrassing excited. to have a bad fake and like wear a bad fake than it is to wear a a bag from old old navy like just own just own it it's just like an honesty thing like to me yeah i don't know it's like a transparency thing but like yes of course like i'm trying to think of other dupes i've bought like the cartier love bracelet um i'm like laughing because amanda goes oh my god your goyard bag's so cute i go oh my god thank you it's fake (laughs) i like i'm so proud But i'm also like (laughs) never gonna judge you for like buying a fake bag and be like oh my god that does not align with my moral code or something like that it's like a personal choice and it's whatever uh I've like tried to buy fakes in the past like when I was in high school and college and stuff but I would like be able to tell they were fake and then I wouldn't be able to do it but I'm trying to think of the other thing I've bought that's fake I know the Cartier love bracelet that's the only one that's popping into my mind though for some reason okay here's one what are your do's and don'ts for first time Botox don't overdo it less is more you can always go back less is more um you don't want to look super super crazy frozen like jack frost you don't want to look crazy so i just always ask for baby botox i always tell her i'm like i still want to kind of be able to move my face but i don't want to like also if you have a friend in your life that you know has a really good looking face and you know she gets botox just go to who she's going to literally recommendations don't, (laughs) don't use a groupon don't make a random appointment at a spa you drove by the other day because you saw a sale common sense just like it's yeah because it's so easy to get botched it is and it's just not even worth saving you know 20 bucks 50 bucks whatever you're gonna save so yeah okay um the next question and final question for this section what are your top five fall 2023 wardrobe and shoe must-haves we're doing a whole episode on this yeah we're doing a whole episode on this so we're not going to answer because it's probably going to be recorded in the next like few weeks like not even few weeks like within the next week or two so we'll answer all of that in that episode and if you're listening to this episode in like a long time from when we're recording this like maybe it's 2025 or something yeah like someone's listening to this uh just scroll i mean honestly (laughs) if it's 2025 i don't think you give a shit about what we have to say about 2023 fashion they're like this shit's out yeah like uh okay anyways (laughs) okay um so next section is friendships and relationships so the first question in this section is qualities to look for in dating you want to go first oh I think you know what my thing was my philosophy here so in about 2014 when I was the ripe old age of 15 uh I made a list in my phone I'll pour I'll pull it up for you guys right now it's in my notes Wait, app I haven't seen this I need to make a TikTok about this I can't believe I haven't talked about this on TikTok yeah, you should. this is why I love things like this because it, it reminds me that I'm actually quite interesting I just like forget you to are share. must have all these qualities to get married okay let's see the day I made it okay created October 5th 2014 at 11 14 p.m <sighs> I used to stay up really late in high school okay so I I think anybody should do this it doesn't have to be you know you didn't have to do this in high school you can do this at any age right in your notes app your list of non-negotiables to give you some inspiration here are mine 
some of these are written by a 15 year old version of myself so just like cut me some slack okay funny (laughs) af funny af that basically means he has to be able to make me laugh like if we go out on a date yeah i need to giggle uh taller than me non-negotiable caring like that's so vague but like okay whatever uh loyal and not a cheater (laughs) (laughs) obviously um protective financially intelligent because some of us are not uh i'm actually i know a lot i actually know i'm not giving myself enough enough credit i'm intelligent but irresponsible (laughs) me uh good in bed uh has a sense of style like for me that's important Mm, i don't want to dress my boyfriend i want him to dress himself like honestly i'm sorry uh likes roller coasters that one i would not care about (laughs) at all anymore but like when i was younger i used to love like going on roller coasters and stuff so like sushi likes all foods that is a really i hate picky eaters i'm sorry i could never date a picky eater like my family owns restaurants you guys that would be so embarrassing to take. Yeah, that would. Like, if I went out on a, a date with a guy and he was like, oh, actually, could I just get buttered noodles? I'd be like, uh, uh, you uncultured swine. That is not a That is not a man. No. That is a boy. That is a child. <laughs> grow up. Just grow up if you're doing that. Anyways. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Likes country music. Christian. Knows how to ski. Also, like, very specific to me and my family. We're huge skiers. So, like, that might not matter for you. Dog person. Not a cat person. Obviously. Wait. These are, like, good. Um, you need to make a TikTok on this. Likes Dallas. Uh, I can be friends with his mom. Loved by his friends. Uh, his birthday is a good time of year. <laughs> this one is so bad. People get You're so mad when I talk about this one. Uh my birthday's in January, and every single year my birthday party would get canceled because there would be a big ice storm. Like, literally. Or I would get, like, strep throat because everybody at school was so <laughs> sick because it was so cold outside. And so I always would tell myself, I'm like, oh, I just want to be able to, like, celebrate a birthday that's, like, a nice time of year and, like, the party never gets canceled and the weather's great. And so I always wanted to date someone that had, like, a summer birthday or, like, a spring birthday. When's Max's birthday? Uh, May, so it's perfect. Oh, so like he he made the cut for this. No, Max has all these qualities. It's amazing. Max is like the perfect. It's kind of scary because sometimes he brings up getting a cat. Like that's the only one that's like, <gasps> oh my god, you've told me that, and then I said, no, 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 because no. if he gets a cat, I have to dump him. Okay, potential to be a grill master. I just want somebody that can work the grill. Like, if we're having kids over at our house to swim, like this is when I'm a parent. I want him to be the dad that's like making everybody hot dogs. Yeah. No, that's that's very valid. Like that's like sexy. Like, oh my god, he can work the grill. Like, like he's wearing a like, little apron. Like, he's like working the grill. Are you on the grill right now? Are you like grilling? Uh <laughs> straight teeth, obviously. Um, okay, can have intelligent conversations about pop culture. I I cannot this list cannot be real. Like, there's no way this is real. But it's so valid. But like I don't want to be like, oh my god, did you hear Kim and Kanye got divorced? And he's like who are the kardashians like uh, i could, couldn't be made like i know some girls like don't want guys that are like into all that stuff i do i want to be able to be like oh my god i can't believe like sydney sweeney's not on the next season of euphoria like that's so random she is i'm pretty sure i was I like wait made- is she no i just like i don't even know why i just made that up but um i saw a picture of her today or like if i'm like oh my god andy cohen said this or something like that Who? he's like what Actually, I don't know if Max would know. That's a little niche, Andy Cohen. But, like, in general, can have conversations about, like, celebrities. Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift, like, pop culture, TikTok, things like that. It's really relevant for me and my happiness. So, yeah. Has traveled more places than me and or is bilingual. 
so they, they don't have to have both Amanda. but they had to have one or one or more of those and so like something i always liked about max is his family had like a house in france and argentina when we met and i was like okay perfect like he's, he's checking this he's box. worldly you know like i can't be someone who's like i i can't be with someone who's like Oh yeah, I hey, care. I mean, yeah. I just want him in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> I've been in the woods and that's it. Like, I don't want my husband to be like when we like when I grow up. I don't want my husband to be like, oh yeah, our family vacation is gonna be camping like that, in the middle of Central Texas. My dad is like, yep, yeah, pack it up. We're going to the hunting camp, and I'm like, no, I want to go to France. And he's like, no, we're going to Mississippi. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, shit. Like, love your dad, but that can't be my life. And finally, more athletic than me. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It's not yeah, hard to do. Yeah. Like, I want him to have great hand-eye coordination. Yeah. I do, too. Okay, well, I agree with all of those. Um, Sorry, that one, was a really long-ass answer. One that I will add to Amanda's long-ass list is um, I want them to be a hard worker and, like, know the value of a dollar and have, like, really good work ethic. Oh, wait. Why is that not all mine? You just, like, need to add it in there, I guess. Um, that's okay. just, like, the one I would add. So, okay, I like this one. How did y'all meet your boyfriends, and how long have y'all been together? I'll go. Um, Hudson is in the grade below me, so I it was, like, February of my senior year of college, and we had a bunch of mutual friends. Uh, we would, like, hang out with all of his friends, and he was an essay, so it was, like, the – his fraternity or whatever and we were at a house party and he was best friends with this guy I went to high school with and he introduced us and then we ended up hanging out like every single day from there until I graduated and then it turned out he lived across the street from me and so we would hang out all the time and that's how we met yeah we've been dating for like two and a half years almost two and a half years yeah that's a long time how did you and Max meet we met uh at the fiji icelander party i love that i wish it was a little bit more romantic um and then we started snapchatting yeah of course i do i like hate that i'm gonna have to make up a better story for my kids (laughs) we started snapchatting and then he sent me a snapchat and said hey what's up what's your number like you know like a side like just like a half face selfie yes stop my skin is crawling like gross um that's like basically how we met and then like we didn't date for so long we just like i don't know what we were doing we were just being weird and then uh we went skiing together on a ski trip for spring break that's fine and then like we were like in the same ski group and he was a good skier i remember and i was so he checked that box yes like honestly i think i took so long because i was like waiting for him to check all the boxes (laughs) okay house in france check i was like skiing check yeah (laughs) taller than me check uh like sushi check um, I'm so dead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, and so I'm just like a freak, and I would never date anyone that didn't check everything. That's so. okay. It's not. It's not bad to be picky. No, it's not. Uh, oh my god, we're on the last question. Oh it's kind of sad. It's been so fun, everyone. Okay, so do you have any tips for getting rid of friendships that no longer serve you? I feel like I'm constantly being let down. I've been through this. I've been through this. So I feel many like times. a lot of people have. Um, number one, a good therapist really helps. Go to therapy. Yeah. Um, we're huge advocates for that. And then number two, I feel like it just, 
like if the people around you that you love and who are like great friends if they're not on board with a friendship I feel like it's kind of like a sign big sign that it's just not a good friendship and um that'll kind of tell you but but how do you get rid of them it's just I feel like it goes one of two ways like you either have like a major falling out and never speak again or you kind of just like it fizzles yeah but I would say if it's on the fizzling path just let it fizzle like no bad vibes between either of you but just like if you're wanting to plan like if you're wanting to do dinner and drinks with a friend this weekend just don't ask them like just stop asking them to do things and like it will gradually fizzle down to the level that you feel comfortable at like you feel comfortable maintaining a relationship with them at that level with that capability yeah we did a whole episode on the six besties theory. We talk a ton about this. Go listen to that. But um, yeah, I would just say give it space if it needs space. And I know what you mean. It's really frustrating to be let down by friendships. And it's hard. I think a thing that has helped me is like truthfully when you get rid of things or people in your life, it clears space for new people and things to come in. It's actually kind of crazy how God's timing works yeah. out because he will like literally place someone in your life like right after. No, that's what I'm saying. And so this is the weirdest tip ever. But like if you're feeling like your life is cluttered with people that don't serve you, you should clean out your closet. <laughs> I love that. Because I don't even know why this works. But I'm a big like manifestation person and getting rid of physical things like changes the energy of your space and changes the energy of your mind and like or you should like move. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be that drastic. That's why I gave the cleaning off the closet example. Like you could literally move down the street. Yeah. But like I'm saying I'm like just bring new energy. energy. Like don't re-sign your lease with like your roommates or like clean like I don't know. Start by cleaning out your closet. Like get rid of the clothes. Donate and sell the clothes that like feel like aren't you know you don't identify with and then like go from there it's just like little baby steps and then like you know slowly let the relationships fizzle with the people that you feel like don't serve you and then also put yourself in a new position to be exposed to new people like maybe Mm -hmm. you like start traveling more, or maybe you like move neighborhoods you know and then you have like this new neighbor and then you have a new coffee shop you have a new like gym I don't know like there's this really great Albert Einstein quote Uh, okay nerd albert einstein insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results okay i've heard that one that's like a good one no it's a good one because you guys like expecting to have different friends but not putting yourself in a situation to have new friends is insanity like just want to merry-go-round and it's never gonna change unless you get off yeah basically yeah yeah what a good one but like no that's like did i just make that up oh my god i definitely did <gasps> we should get you a little plaque you have <laughs> a quote like is that the next oh Albert god, Einstein quote? Uh, but you know what i'm saying you guys know what i'm saying so change things in your routine that you can that you can control like start working at a new coffee shop clean out your closet move houses go to a different gym like whatever mm-hmm. And then accept that invitation from that girl you don't really know that well to go to drinks, things like that. And then that will put you in a position to be exposed to new people and new things. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Well said. It looks like it's about time for us to wrap up. Uh, I have to burp. Oh my God. My first burp came right at the very end. Um, <laughs> I've been burping up a storm this episode. 
Thank you so, so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the Spritz O'Clock Talk today, please make sure to tell your friends, leave a glowing review, and give us a five-star rating on whatever app you listen to podcasts on. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, or feedback, please feel free to message us on social media. You can find both of us on TikTok and Instagram at It's Amanda DeWitt and at Reeves underscore Lee. And please do not forget to check the description box down below for any relevant information or links pertaining to this episode. With that being said, ta-ta for now. I hope everyone has a fabulous day, and we will see you all here next Tuesday for a new episode. Bye! Bye!